All right, this is night two of the AFL draft on Sports Day. It's all thanks to Tyre Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tyre Power. Speaking of Collingwood, with pick 25, they jumped all over our next guest. Uh, you won't miss him. He's got the best hair almost in the AFL, certainly out of the draftees last night. He's a tough left-footed midfielder who has leadership oozing through him. You can see it. His name is Harry DiMatteo. He joins us. Harry, congratulations and thanks for your time. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Jared. I guess it's always hard like for where you were picked to know how the night is going to play out, particularly with the academy picks and father-sons and, and shifting back. It's different to someone who's going to be in the top five. Did it go as expected or were you surprised to, to end up where you did? Um, yeah, I think the day before I was really fortunate to have Shep from Collingwood come around to my place, meet the family and kind of just gave me a rough idea on where they would see me and, and unfortunately enough I was in that range with them and there was a few other clubs in front of them that I had strong interest from but um, yeah wouldn't change it for the world so happy to be at Collingwood it was a great night with all my family and friends and teammates and coaches and everyone at my house that supported me along the way It was a big night for the Sandy Dragons full stop uh, a lot of kids got picked up and uh, probably another couple tonight sorry you're the Stingray sorry I've blown that one but uh, it's a pretty handy club to get hold of you know you're going to be playing in the biggest uh, crowds of the on the universe. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. That, that's just an extra added privilege um, to be going to such a proud and prestigious club and it was such an honour when they read out my name. Um, you know, I'm going to love it and get to work next week and um, just trust the process each day, day in and day out, try and get better and try and get everyone around me better. It's amazing, Harry. Like I, I, what you did, a five-minute interview on the Collingwood website, you, you haven't put a word out of place. Like everything they would have loved for you to have said, you've said. Uh, I'm interested in, in your leadership ability, how much work you've done on it, or whether it's just come naturally to you. Yeah, I've always been kind of a natural leader, but um, like, fortunate enough, I was in under-12s. I was appointed indoor cricket captain of the country um, as a right. bottom age. That really springboarded my leadership where... Um, I'd want everyone around me to develop not just as athletes but as people and that usually results in on-field success when you've got a really bubbly, happy environment around the club and whatever organisation you're representing. And then from there, it's just stemmed on to selflessness um, and one of my strengths is, you know, my versatility but also my talking on the ground as well. Like, when I'm out there, I'm always setting up the boys, I'm always encouraging them and it's something that comes natural to me. I'm such a competitor and always want ruthless and wanting to win but by doing that really helps, I guess, ease the nerves of the people around me. And it's just something that's just flown onto my game naturally. Can you tell us about your, your cricketing journey? So captain of the under-12s, the Aussie team, I mean, did you travel? Did that translate to outdoor cricket, like the, the proper version of, of cricket? Did you play all forms? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we played that 2018 World Cup in New Zealand, Christchurch. So uh, we lost the World Cup final there, unfortunately, to South Africa. But... Right. Um, yeah, no, it was brilliant. And then from there, it stemmed on to uh, underage selections in outdoor cricket as well, 15s, 17s, 19s, and then in the national squad last year for Australia, which was obviously got to represent um, Australia's 13th man in the Boxing Day Test last year as well, which is something that I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. What sort of cricketer were you? Are you bat or bowl? Yeah, I'd open the batting, um, especially the last couple of years. It's been more white ball format, so I'd open the batting. Mm. So you didn't see yourself as a, a Travis Head type, uh, earning a couple of billion dollars a year? <laughs> Don't you just uh, stick with the pies and uh, and uh, deal with 100,000 people every week? 
Yeah, mate, that's going to be awesome. Like, I can't wait for it. Um, you know, I've been dreaming of this moment my whole life, so to go to Collingwood's just an extra added bonus. What What made you choose footy? Um, I guess it came down to enjoyment and a couple of other things like that, but the real team environment when you're out there, you know, you're with 18, 24 of your best mates. And I guess at the start of the year when I got appointed captain of Danny Nong, that took kind of over from cricket in November where I wanted to be around the club as much as possible, learn the personalities of the new boys coming in the group and how I could best help captain them and develop them. And I guess um, that naturally took over from my cricket there. So midfielder, average 14 for Vic Country, you co-captain that side with Harley Reid. Your numbers were a bit higher for the Stingrays, just a touch under 20. Is there anything in your game that you'd like to improve on throughout your first pre-season? Yeah, I guess I've never had a full pre-season before, so that's one that um, endurance and, and stuff like that will be uh, good as well. I guess, yeah, the accumulation side of things would be nice, but mm. as I touched on before, with the versatility, I'd always get flicked around in a game and for a quarter might have to go down play down back a lockdown role and and all my job was just to shut down my opponent and not worry about touches or I might go down forward and so it kind of got switched around a bit in games but yeah I guess my endurance and accumulation um, from an individual standpoint would be something I want to improve on this season. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, he might be my favourite player if he can go be a cooler as well, Jared. There's not oh, yeah. too many of those running around in the uh, AFL. Uh, Derek Hyme, we touched on that the recruiting guy at, uh, at Collingwood has spoken about that everyone that comes into to the pies needs to be able to cover the ground. And if, if you can't, you won't be successful. I guess you would, knowing what you've said, take that as a, a real challenge to really increase the endurance, which you just touched on there. Is it is it daunting, though, to go into a club with as many elite runners as, as what they've got and chase them around through the, the summer pre-season? Yeah, well, that's obviously going to be such a good opportunity. I see that challenge as you know, somewhere where I can progress in my football and, and they'll help me individually get better as well, learning off all those great mentors. Um, I can't wait. As I've touched on before, it's just all about trusting the process day in, day out and having little focuses and trusting the people around me with their knowledge and that they'll um, I'm in good hands and that you know, I'm going to improve my game and prove myself as a person as well in the club. So when do you start with the club? I'll go in this Thursday and Friday and do a bit of just paperwork and um, medicals and all that type of stuff. And then next Monday is first training session. It's always exciting when you get your first pair of socks and your shorts and uh, you got yeah. the club colours, you got the bag, the and you become all of a sudden, you were a Collingwood man. Yeah, still pinching myself last night. Um, Chris from the club came around and, and dropped it off at my house. Okay. Case full of polos and jumpers. <laughs> and, uh, it's been great. I saw the parents are in the hats. It's, uh, you got the polo. You're all sorted. Have you got a number yet? Yeah, number thirteen. Oh, nice. Lucky for happy, some. Happy with that? Yeah, I'm stoked with that. <laughs> um, are you on social media? Yeah, I am. How much did your following explode uh, post the draft last night? Um, my mate told me to have a look at it before and then after. At the moment, I'm at 10.1k or something, and last night I was at 3,000. So, right. uh, that'll be be a hundred thousand before you you even know it. Um, who is are you looking forward to running alongside? I mean, Nick Dacos has captivated us all with yeah. with his professionalism and work ethic. Is there someone other than Nick that you're you're looking forward to to meeting and and training alongside of and being their teammate? Yeah. Obviously, Darcy Moore and his leadership mm. and 
obviously still side by them and pendles. You can pick their brains. The op blokes like the spiritual leaders, like, you know, obviously your, your Braden Maynards and guys like that, which are ruthless and can't wait to kind of see how they go about it. And then obviously Isaac Quainor is such a good lockdown defender and um, Nathan Murphy and those type of guys, which I'm looking forward to get, you know, body, posi- body positioning tips off them and how I guess they nullify their opponent's impact. Be good to see all those different blokes and all those different roles, um, how they go about it, and how I can kind of implement it in my game. So, if you were uh, the recruiting officer for Collingwood, of the players that are left, who would you like to see uh, picked by the Pies? Um, she's, you know, if they're still looking for speed, there's guys, my fellow teammate Billy Wilson, who's quick and, and also versatile, can play mid and back. Yep. They're looking for tools. You got guys like Archer Reed, um, even a, a mobile forward like Michael Rudd. Um, his ability to just compete and crash packs is really good, and was good at nationals. So there are a couple of different players. You mentioned that you were co-captain of Vic Country with with Harley Reid. He was obviously the first pick, and it lo- looks incredible. Can you give us your insight into what sort of player you think he will be for the Eagles? Yeah, I think he'll be. You know, he'll go in there and. Have, obviously there'll be heaps of expectations from the outside noise coming in but I think he'll just have to play his role and that's something that he'll do well and he's obviously got his strength and that's his you know ability to explode out of contest and power so mm. I think he'll play somewhere in the forward half um, whether that be a forward mid rotation or vice versa um, and yeah he'll have an impact around the club as well with the type of person that he is he's a really good guy and um, laid back, but also selfless. So they, they've definitely got themselves a good, good bloke, good bloke, and good player there. Have you spoken to the coach yet? Yeah, I spoke to him last night, and I was in at the club today, so I met him today, which is good. Did he have? Was it just congratulations, or was there any early words of advice? Yeah, no, it was just pretty much just soaking the next couple of days, um, and just kind of welcomed my whole family as well as just me. They were all in there too, and just kind of. As, as I touched on before, just trusting the process day in, day out and mm. um, parking what happened next year and just striving for more next year, next year I guess. Well, mate, uh, it was a great story. I love the scenes at your house. Everyone was going nuts and then the way that you spoke, it couldn't have been more impressive. So you will enjoy every moment of it. Make sure you do because it goes quickly. Congratulations and, and we really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Tom, Jerry and Kane. Thanks.